Hey there, my name is Lexi, and thank you so much for joining me today for Lex Chat. Remember that you can listen in on the live conversation on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. on my Instagram at LexiATL. That's at L-E-X-C-A-T-L on Instagram on Wednesdays. Or if you can't make the live conversation, then make sure to check the replay on Mondays at 8 a.m. on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Make sure you please give me a thumbs up if you are watching on YouTube or if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. Leave me five out of five stars. Those really help the algorithm to push me in front of like bigger audiences and tell them like, hey, this is a good piece of content. So please, please, please do that. In today's episode of Lex Chat, we're going to be talking about clout chasing okay there may be some other topics in there but the main topic for today's lex chat is clout chasing as an artist do not rely on chasing clout and we're going to look at a few examples in entertainment that have happened in the past few years to back up these claims right so if this sounds like a topic and a conversation you are interested in tuning in for then yeah (laughs) stay tuned Alrighty. So I had to check my levels real quick. I just want to make sure that this is doing what I want it to do. Hold on. Yeah. All right. It's doing what I want it to do. So yes, first off, let's check um, the first five minutes before like pre-roll before we even started recording. Got to check in with y'all a little bit and uh see how y'all are doing so thank y'all so much for sharing some stuff with me um today's been a good day i've been having really good gym workouts lately my legs are just oh my legs just hurt a lot lots of pain but that's a good thing no pain no gain right and uh washed my hair today finally took out the braids that i had in my hair and I'm thinking that I want to do, what's that? I want to do a sew-in for sure because I'm just, I'm the type I don't really like to fool with my hair for real. If I can just get me a cool straight style and only have to worry about that, then I am Gucci, you know, I'm good to go. So I have to figure out for myself what I'm going to do with my hair. I think I'll just do a ponytail for about a week or two. And then after that, I'll go ahead and do a sew-in on myself. Not going to the hair salon because that ish is too expensive. It's too expensive out here in Atlanta. It's mad bougie. I don't understand what's happening, you know? Very annoying. Um, Other than that, what else for the Lex check? I want to keep these Lex checks kind of short, you know? I have a performance tomorrow if anyone is listening live then tomorrow I have a performance at Marietta Sage Restaurant and Lounge. Show starts at 9 p.m. That's at 962 Roswell Street, Marietta, Georgia. I will be performing one or two songs. So come out and enjoy the vibes. I went last week and I want to give a shout out to Cell, the promoter. I went out there last week and performed a couple songs, Bedream and Motorboat. And the vibe was really dope. Some really dope, talented artists in the building. And 
it's been well it was an r&b night <laughs> i'm gonna throw a little bit of shade at rappers it's been a long time since i've been to one of these open mic slash uh, showcase kind of situations it's been a long time since i've been to these things and all the talent was good you know so i feel like um I'm not exactly sure how Cell chooses the artist, but I feel like it's more curated than other showcases. Like, cause he, he actually invited me out to perform and I thought that was really dope um, that everyone, literally everyone there was really good. So it's an R&B night again. So if you enjoy R&B, then I'll be performing live tomorrow at Marietta Sage Restaurant and Lounge at 9 p.m. That is at 962 Roswell Street, Marietta, Georgia. I think if you want to perform, it's it's $20 to get in, but it's like free to perform, but you know that covers whatever charges. So I think it's like $20 to get in. And um, last time I went, I had a Caesar salad with some grilled chicken added. It was really good. Unfortunately, they were out of stuff on like half the menu. So that kind of sucks because I actually wanted to try the kebabs. But it's a nice vibe. It's a small, intimate vibe. It looks new. So the interior is nice and, uh, you know, very clean. And it's a good time. So let me know if you can make it. If you are listening to this, if you're listening to the replay on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, then I'm sorry you missed it. It went great. I had a great time. (laughs) All right. So, yeah. Next up, um, I want to let y'all know that I have a new series on my YouTube channel. It's called R&B Girl Reacts, where people make song suggestions, basically, and I react to the song. I'm kind of afraid that it's about to turn into an NBA Youngboy reaction channel because literally the only requests I've been getting, not the only, but majority of the requests I've been getting have been to react to NBA Youngboy songs. So that's been really interesting, but... So far, I've reacted to J. Breezy, No Name Dropping, NBA Youngboy, Win Your Love, and NBA Youngboy, Heart and Soul. I think on Thursday, I think Taylor Swift, Antihero is the next reaction that's coming out. And then next Tuesday, I'm reacting to Rihanna, Lift Me Up. So tune in, comment on those videos to let me know what you want me to react to. It's really fun. And you know, if y'all been listening to me for a while, you know I I rag on these rappers a lot of times. They get they get it tough from me because I am not satisfied with the new rap that's been out the past over five years. It's just been really bad over the years, you know. Um, let's see here. Um, another update from me. I've been updating my website with a credits page. So if you go to lexiatl.com slash listen slash credits then I am listing all of the projects that I have been involved in putting like the cover art of the project and then if you click on the picture it'll take you to the actual song but underneath the cover art is a description of how I was involved in the project so I'm excited about that it's something that I have been thinking about doing for a long time but I was recently inspired to do it because somebody asked me to send them examples of the work that I've done. And instead of just sending them a bunch of individual links, I felt like it would be more professional to just send them to my website and say, here, here are the credits. Here are the projects I've been involved with. And now that I think about it, I want to go back and separate it by year. And honestly, the only way I've been keeping track of it is through, um, I have like a job calendar spreadsheet that I use. And 
that tells me the name of the artist, the date that they commissioned me, which is what they paid, the day that they paid, how much they paid. Did they pay in full or was it a deposit? What's the name of the song we're working on? Was it a mix? Was it for background vocals? Um, was it for songwriting? Um, and then, you know, when did I deliver the first draft? Do they want any changes? When did I deliver the second draft and the third draft? What was the approval date? Things like that. So that's really been my saving grace in going back and figuring out what are my credits. There are literally so many that I have not done a good job of keeping track with, keeping track of. So yeah, it's kind of fun going back and realizing how much work I've actually been putting in. So really excited about that. And um, speaking of keeping track, keeping better track of things, I have a phone conference with the Mezzo agency tomorrow. Hopefully I actually get to speak directly with Miss Tammy Luttrell, who from I've been knowing about her because of my professor, French Spencer. He told me that I should link up with her and do some work with her. That was probably like four or five years ago, honestly. And I actually started following her on Instagram and I attended a panel that she was a part of called Beats and Beer. Um, which they're currently doing like a country tour, a countrywide tour, Beats and Beer. It's like music industry networking and panel events in a nice intimate club setting. It was really dope. What's up, Beats from a South Star? Good evening. How y'all doing? How are you doing? Sorry. So yeah, it was really dope. Um, And the Mezzo Agency. Wow, that's literally never happened. I cut myself off by accidentally hitting the space bar. The Mezzo Agency is actually like, you know, let me see. They do, they help with catalog management, radio registration, copywriting, uh, performance rights organization setup, code registration and embedding, business setup, sound exchange registration, sound exchange dispute and cleanup, royalty collection, um, and song registration package. So, yeah, basically, song registration and managing song catalogs. You know, making sure everything is done well on an administrative level, which I know artists can struggle with because most creatives are just not very organized. So I'm going to do that call tomorrow. It's a consultation, a free consultation. And then I'm going to see how I can go about doing business with them if I can afford to do business with them. If not, can I pay for a quick hour power a power hour like lesson with them so they can tell me do this 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 and this because if I know what to do for myself then I can I can you know do it I'm just kind of getting tired of doing everything by myself so that's why I'm looking to if it makes sense to go with an agency to handle that part then it would take a lot of stress off of me and it would free up a lot more time so I'm trying to get used to delegating things so that I can have more time to do other things creatively, you know? So I'll let y'all know how that goes. And lastly, I'm going to the selfie studio at Cumberland Mall on Sunday, I think at 11 a.m. or 12 o'clock noon. Um, Pretty much, I wanna go pretty much when the mall is just opening up to avoid a lot of the traffic, but I wanna get some model friends together if I can. And then I wanna get some artists together to come take pictures at the selfie studio because it is free. It's literally just these little photo booths that are set up at Cumberland Mall and you go take a picture and really they just want you to tag hashtag selfie studio. But 
the images are so cute like it could really be a cover art situation or it could be in addition to a portfolio if you're a model you know so anybody if you're in the atlanta area at cumberland mall they have the selfie studio for free for free come out and let's make some content you know and that is all i have for my lex check let's get into the conversation of these clout clout chasing right we're gonna get into the conversation of clout chasing why y'all really need to be careful about chasing clout and yeah we will be back with the show right after these messages All right, so let's get into this conversation of clout chasing, okay? I know Ray Ray said something earlier. Let me go ahead and read that. People trying to climb the social ladder but not caring who they step on, even their day ones just for people with followers is clout chasing. Yes. Anybody else who's tuned in, tell me y'all's definition of clout chasing. I'm going to read Ray Ray's one more time. She says, people trying to climb the social ladder, but not caring who they step on, even their day ones, just for people with followers, is clout chasing. And I will have to agree with that. What is my definition of a clout chaser? It's pretty much what Ray Ray said. A clout chaser is somebody who they want to gain some kind of attention or some kind of fame, some kind of notoriety. And so they're willing to attach themselves to certain people or certain trends so that they can gain more attention and more following. That's what my definition of clout chasing is. And yeah, just like Ray Ray said, they probably don't care who they step on and it doesn't matter to them. They pretty much just They want to be at the top so bad that they're willing to do certain things and use people to make it to the top. That's a clout chaser to me. Now, when I actually look up the definition of clout and clout chasing, this is what I got on Google. Definition of clout, influence or power. If you didn't know, clout is another word for influence. Clout is another word for power especially in politics or business. Example sentence. I know he carried a lot of clout. Mm-hmm. All right. So then, sorry, I was looking at these other definitions that I never knew. Clout is also a heavy blow with the hand or a hard, hard object. That's interesting. Mend with a patch. Never knew that. But for the purpose of this discussion today, clout is influence or power especially in politics or business so then a clout chaser would be someone who's chasing power or chasing influence but according to the definition here on good old google a clout chaser plural clout chasers a person or people who attempt to gain political or social power and influence especially through association or conflict with public figures. Ooh, ooh, that reminds me. Hold on. I have to add somebody to this list. 
So with those definitions, right? A clout chaser, a person who attempts to, so clout is political, is influence or power, especially in politics and business. So a clout chaser is a person who attempts to gain political or social power and influence, especially through association or conflict with public figures, with well-known figures. That is the definition of a clout chaser. And I actually made a list of things that I kind of want to get into when it comes to clout chasing and excuse me. Mm. Water is just so good. Mm, mm, mm. It's just so good. So good. All right. So yeah, I actually wrote down a few examples and I want to have a discussion about these situations that happened very publicly and in the media, right? So when I heard about, first off, the inspiration for this episode, I listened to a podcast called Here's the Thing with Kev on stage and that chick Angel. And the <laughs> the title of their show today was called Is Drake Lame? And <laughs> that's basically where the inspiration for this episode came from. So is Drake lame? And they basically talked about, you know, Drake has this lyric off of the new album that he did with 21 Savage. And the lyric said, is from the song Circle Loco. Crazy Circus, I think that translates to this this be lie about getting shots, but she's still a stallion. The line was widely interpreted as dissing Megan the Stallion, who accused rapper Tory Lanez of shooting her in the feet in 2020. I cannot believe it's been two years already since that happened. Time just feels like it's going by so fast. So basically, they were like, you know, dang, is Drake lame? Because it came out, I guess, that maybe he tried to shoot his shot at Megan the Stallion. I don't know that it I don't know if this is true or not, but allegedly he tried to shoot his shot at Megan the Stallion and it's speculated that she turned him down. And then he also he uh apparently took shots at Serena Williams' husband. Let me find that. Drake lyric about Serena Williams husband there goes my connection on there as soon as I get on here so what I think he called her like a groupie or something it's the album her loss with Drake and 21 Savage he's basically insinuating that Serena Williams husband is a groupie which I don't know husband Sounds way better than groupie. But anyway, they were just like, you know, is Drake lame for coming after these women by mentioning them in the songs the way that they did? And these happen to be women who, you know, in a sense, rejected him. And so it got me to thinking, you know, the other time that this happened in more recent news is when the baby has something to say about Megan Thee Stallion from his song Boogeyman. Um, and he said, you play with me. That ish was childish. The day before she said that Tory Lane shot her, I effed on Megan the Stallion. And so 
it's just like you know in the spirit and the art of rap music there's always been like taking shots or like especially if you had beef with somebody then you would talk about it in the music but they were asking is drake lame for come and are all these people lame for coming at especially megan the stallion in the way that they have been there's seemingly something going on with that you know i'm not there's some there's some insinuations to what she does behind the scenes you know what i'm saying but it's just like you know with rap songs that's always kind of been the thing you poke fun of you poke fun at people or you poke fun at things that are happening in the world in recent events and recent news but it does come off as lame especially if he's doing this to get back at them in a way like why would you target them but I mean I it's it's artistic expression but all of that to say like you know I wonder is this like all we can do in music you know is just take shots at other people no pun intended for the Megan Thee Stallion comment but pretty much you know clout ch- now those are not necessarily examples of clout chasing but it is an example of using a situation to kind of like come up to come up and garner more attention you know and even you could consider my episode from last week to be clout chasing in a sense because the recent news of takeoff passing away takeoff from the rap group the migos i did use that situation to have as a to like you know talk about it on lex chat and in turn you know i am hoping to gain views and i am hoping to gain the attention of people who want to hear my thoughts on takeoff passing away right so you could say that i am also being a clout chaser in that sense because i'm using somebody else's name to garner more attention to my platform you know so yes that is an example of clout chasing as well there were some other situations that i wrote down on um this paper give me one moment i'm gonna close my door because i just think it's really creepy having doors open sometimes hold on (laughs) very creepy stuff all right sorry about that so it just kind of freaks me out having the door cracked like that so we got a comment from beats from a south star he says drake is smart all he gotta do is throw a slight jab to get people talking yeah it is very smart and i you know meg is gonna feel the way she feels because it is a very traumatic event that she went through and i do think not necessarily with Meg's situation, but in general, people just be real sensitive these days. But it is smart on Drake's part because it's keeping up with the times and it's pretty, it's a pretty clever line. Like I think he was actually talking about a girl getting BBL shots, but it's the play off of Megan the Stallion's situation, you know, that's really getting people talking like, oh my gosh, is he talking about Megan the Stallion? Oh, let me let me play the song. Let me what is he talking about? Let me, you know, Beats from a South Star says and people will run out and give him streams. Genius. Yeah. Very true. 
So we all do it. We all do it as far as clout chasing. I think there are different levels to it. I think we just have to be careful. Well, depending on your level, right? You got to be careful with how you're going about chasing clout. You know, you can't just be. So another example of clout chasing might be when JT was like, I don't know if she was about to go to jail or she had just gotten out of jail. No, no, I think it was way before, before she went to jail. And it's like some video of her doing a freestyle and she, actually, I don't know the timeline. Don't quote me on the timeline because I don't know. But basically, um, she did like a freestyle or a rap and was basically talking smack about Nicki Minaj. But now like years later down the line, her and Nicki Minaj have like squashed the beef, you know? So... JT using Nicki Minaj's name in a rap could be seen as clout chasing because she's name dropping in an attempt to get a reaction out of people. It gets people talking and it gets people coming to your platform or coming to, you know, figure out like, "Mm, who is this person? You know, so we all do it on some kind of level. And there are different levels to clout chasing. Another level that's coming to my mind, right? As I'm looking, I'm skimming over these notes. So a few months ago, I want to say, rapper Erica Banks, I'm not sure where she's from, but she's signed to Megan Thee Stallion's label, 1501. A few months ago, she, it looked like it came from her close friends, but somebody obviously recorded it and posted it publicly. (laughs) So she was talking about how, you know, she didn't want to be around certain girls when she's at the club. She wants a certain aesthetic surrounding her when she goes out because it makes her look better. It makes the optics of a picture or a video look better when she goes to the club and she's surrounded by quote unquote baddies, right? And in my opinion, that's another form of clout chasing because you are using Not necessarily, and maybe these good looking people do have influence. Maybe they are influencers, but you are using someone's looks to help your appeal. You are using the optics of these people around you to make you look bigger, to make you seem more elevated. Like, look who I hang out with. Look who I'm always around, whether it's real or not, you know? So I would say that is another form of clout chasing as well. Being overly concerned with who you are around, what these people do, and can you gain something of theirs just by being around them? And of course, we all do it. You could call it social climbing. You could call it being an opportunist. We all do it, but I think it's just, you got to be careful of how you go about it. So An example of bad backlash that you would get from being a clout chaser. Mm, Do I want to say this? I've, I've heard some videos and some commentary about Erica Banks saying that she only wants a certain aesthetic around her, right? For her, that would be clout chasing in a sense of she wants people to believe that she has a certain level of beauty and accomplishment around her. And so she's using, like I said, the looks of these people to elevate her own image. That's how she's clout chasing. But it backfired on her because it's like, girl, you just got a BBL. You're just now fitting the aesthetic that you are now, 
discriminating other people. You're discriminating against other people for not having when you yourself are not far removed from being that aesthetic, you know? Basically, you bought the aesthetic that you now want to be around. So you're now saying that if people don't look a certain way, you don't want them around you. And unfortunately, the industry is kind of set up in a way where you have to, not to say that you have to, but it would be, it would make your climb easier, I guess, if you align yourself with certain people and if you are able to be co-signed by certain people, right? So she got really bad backlash from that because it's like, you just got surgery and now it looks like she's feeling herself. You know what I'm saying? So she got bad backlash from that clout. I'm trying to think of, ooh, Beats from a South Star says, sample, an example of clout chasing DJ academics. Mm, so, oh yeah, that's a good one. A lot of these gossip sites especially somebody like DJ Academics. But could you explain that for me? Because I don't have the words. Me personally, I don't follow DJ Academics and I don't listen to anything he does um, because anything that I've heard from DJ Academics has usually turned out to be negative. The most recent thing has been him getting into an argument with a woman in public. Somebody was videotaping. It just made him look really bad. But, um, I don't know. I need an, give me an example for the DJ academics one. Cause I, 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 I take him out of my mind. I don't, I don't seek him. Um, another, what's an example? Cause the basic lesson that I want y'all to get from this discussion today is you gotta be careful in how you go about clout chasing. So I'm thinking about Megan the Stallion now, right? She's been called opportunist. She's been called a social climber. But I want to be careful with labeling her that. I think people should kind of chill out on that because there's a difference between social climbing and just aligning yourself to set yourself up for success in your career. And, you know, maybe that's just a really nice way of saying clout chasing because it's all the same thing, really. Like, we're just trying to elevate our level of influence and our sphere of influence, right? Beats from a South Star said, what DJ Academics said about older rappers. Ooh, you know, I almost talked about this the other day. DJ Academics, old rappers. Hold on. Uh, I feel like I have the screenshots in my phone somewhere. Let me see real quick if I can pull them up because I was actually going to talk about this on Lex chat, but I kind of decided against it and I might not have taken screenshots. I might have only saved it to my, not my playlist. I might've only saved it to my saves. Hold on. I have so many things in my camera roll. Oh my goodness. But basically, yep, I did save it. Here it is. So let me see. DJ Academics said, them old rappers, man. Have you seen any of these old rappers who be like, yo, they're the foundation of hip hop? 
really living good have you ever seen them living good them n words be looking really dusty i kid you not and none of y'all try to come for me because i don't f with y'all n words either so i'm oh i can't see what this says because the comments the comments are like hold on <laughs> the comments are really bugging right now i can't even see it let me see if I can pull this up. Oh, because billboard.com, apparently. Apparently, billboard.com posted about it. So, let me see. My boy Beats from a South Star says something. So, I want to bring this up. The DJ basically said that a lot of pioneers, how can they be the person that invented hip-hop? if they don't have a lot of money or if they don't represent like they have a lot of dough. Every time there be like an, okay, DJ Academic said, um, something, something truth. Every time there be like an old, old N-word talking about hip hop, you be like, yo, you sure you something, something. Cause everybody else looking better than you. So yeah, basically, so beats from a South Star, explain to me how you think that's clout chasing. Is it because he is saying controversial things in an attempt to garner more attention? You know, is that what you're saying? Because I would agree. I would agree if that's what you're saying. Um, I think, yeah, I would agree that DJ Academics is another example of a clout chaser but in a negative way. So clout chasing from the definition, right? It's somebody who will insert themselves either positively or negatively. Like, so they'll get into public feuds with public figures in order to gain clout. So Beats from a South Star says he knew what backlash he was going to get. Yes. And even though he didn't name anybody directly, he definitely was like the rappers from the old days looking dusty and they look like they don't have money now and it's like why should we listen to you and you look dusty but they are literally the ones who pioneered and opened the door for a lot of people to come into hip-hop hold on the cat is at the door girl you coming in you're so cute a little eye blink okay Gosh, I feel like a single mom trying to work from home and the kids just keep knocking on the door. Crazy. So yeah. Um probably another example of clout chasing might be even the feud between Nicki Minaj and Lotto more recently like maybe a month ago, I don't know, when Nicki Minaj, you know, was uh, mentioning that if Super Freaky Girl is going to be taken out of the hip hop category and put into the pop category, then Big Energy also needs to be moved because they are the same song and they use the same formula. And, oh gosh, Nicki and Lotto got into a big feud on Twitter or whatever and um I don't know if you can call that clout chasing but you know Lotto kind of used the situation to they were both being petty though 
they were both being petty. Beats from a South Star says, kind of like the game years ago, inserting himself in everybody beef. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, clout chasing is basically just you are aligning yourself with certain people because you want it to look like you live a certain way or you want it to look like you have access to certain people and you're aligning yourselves with the, these people or with this perceived lifestyle in order to gain more power or more influence. That is a more positive way of looking at clout chasing. But a more negative way of looking at clout chasing is purposely starting a beef with somebody so that you can elevate yourself. Now, I don't want people to get confused I don't want people to confuse, you know, clout chasing with like just making sound decisions for your business and aligning with people who complement your brand, because in a sense, that is a form of clout chasing. But the negativity of the clout chasing, right, when you're doing dumb things to get attention like, um, oh, gosh, I don't want to mention these people, but y'all should know who I'm talking about just from me brief like vaguely talking about them there's a couple who is always being posted by the shade room and they're always fighting each other in public and he, she's missing a tooth <laughs> she's always drunk she's always hitting on him sometimes he hits her back and it's just a very toxic relationship that is getting too much attention online honestly like almost to the point where it feels like social media is glorifying this behavior like that come come it come to find out right they actually have a tv show that's coming out so they are chasing like they're getting people talking about this negative interaction between the two of them because it's benefiting hopefully benefiting them getting more views for their tv show that's about to release beats from the south star says i'm sure behind the scenes i'm sure some of it is fake i feel like you know, it's a lot of it can be orchestrated um, and two people can mutually agree to go into beef publicly because it, but I guess it's just becoming old and gimmicky at this point, because as soon as some some argument or some feud, some beef happens, right, you find out that one of them is releasing an album <laughs> or they got a new TV show or they just opened up a new fashion line or they just became into partnership with a liquor company. It's, it's always something, you know? And I think that's for me where I get turned off anyway, but the lesson for real that I wanted to get into for this episode of Lex chat is don't, don't be a clout chaser, like make smart decisions about who you're aligning yourself with someone like I said who complements your brand and that partnership is helping your brand grow and appealing to the kind of people that you would want to be benefiting from your music or benefiting from your art benefiting from your creations you know clout chasing is not everything um because on the on the other side right you can't be a clout chaser. Like for some reason, I think about the guy who some kind of bowl, it's like a comedy show. I don't remember what it's called, but it was like some kind of bowl, right? That Dave Chappelle was performing at. 
and some guy ran on stage and tackled him. That guy was a clout chaser, but he got exactly what he was looking for, right? He got folded up like a ransom note, but, um, <laughs> but you know, the news released his name and people found out who he was and come to find out he released a song called Dave Chappelle, which sucked, honestly, it sucked. So using that example, I will say, if you're going to do certain things to gain clout, at least make sure because clout chasing only works if you have something worth holding people's attention and if you have good quality content to hold people's attention. So in the case of the guy who went on stage and he tackled Dave Chappelle, come to find out it was a stunt he pulled to to advertise his new song, Dave Chappelle, that song sucked. Now, if the song had actually been good or God, he's just not a good rapper, y'all. Had the song actually been good, maybe he would have a staying audience. Maybe he could start building, you know, a core fan base. I'm sure he got like five or 10 minutes of fame from that little stunt he pulled. But it's just, you're not going to hold on to it because, and then you only have like that one song. I didn't listen to anything else because that one song was trash. Um, official Mr. Flash Show 74 says social media is the biggest pipeline to clout chasing. Nobody talks directly anymore. Everything is public and trending topics. Ooh, I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. Social media is the biggest pipeline to clout chasing. Nobody talks directly anymore. Everything is public and trending topics. I agree with you on that. I think for regular people, right? For artists, I kind of get it, but then I don't, right? So like I just said, you can be a clout chaser, but if you're going to do it, make sure that you have the business in check. Make sure that you have the foundation built so that you can actually do something with the attention that you garner. Don't just go out chasing clout just to get attention, what are you, cause that's dumb. What are you going to do with the attention? You need to plan what you're going to do with the attention before you try to get it right. Because when you get it and then you don't know what to do with it, or you try to scramble to put stuff together, it ends up just sucking, you know? So, um, what did I put on here? At least make sure your business is in order and make sure your stuff is dope. That's basically, that's basically all I got for that. So Clout chasing does not work if your business is not in order. If you don't have any music up, if you're not even signed up with a PRO or sound exchange or song trust, if you don't even copyright your music, if all you have is YouTube and Instagram, but you haven't invested in your own website, if you haven't been doing shows, if you haven't been putting out consistent content, you know, if you haven't been building a good structure, a big, a, a good business structure for yourself, then clout chasing is not going to work. <laughs> clout chasing is not going to work. And um, yeah, I feel like, hold on. Beats from a South Star says you got to make, you got to mind your own business in these streets. <laughs> the Island Boys was really bad. Yeah. 
Ooh, the island boy. I'm an island boy. I'm just trying to make it. Um, they are really funny, but uh, very gimmicky, right? Their clout would be they're two white kids, right? With face to, and you know, I kind of hate that black hip hop culture is associated with face face tattoos and the big dookie dreads and um the gold teeth and the gold chains like that's literally the only aesthetic that black male rappers seem to have in music um so their clout would be making themselves look like that to gain certain attention in the industry you know it's it's gimmicky but then their music is not good you go to a show and their live performance sucks you know so if you're gonna chase clout you gotta have something oh it worked it worked for the island boys they got signed didn't they i mean they are comedic i will say they are very comedic but um it's a no for me so clout chasing can get you to a certain height if you're smart about it but my main point is gonna be make sure that you have your stuff in 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 order so i would say come up with a plan so that when you and oh gosh i'm preaching to myself right now because i haven't done this in a long time but sitting back and planning out how you are going to be successful and even if you don't think it's going to happen just play with certain scenarios right if this happened like let yourself dream a little bit if this happened how will I handle it? If I ran into $1,000 today, what would I do with that money? Why should you be blessed with something if you don't even know what you would do with it when you had it anyway? Or you don't even know how you would maintain it once you got it anyway, you know? Same thing when it comes to using clout. Like you can say you wanna be famous or you can say you wanna go viral, but what are you going to do with that attention once you have it? What do you have to show to people once you get that attention? And how are you, you're going to get the attention, but how are you going to make these people stay to pay attention to your content? How are you going to get them to stay to buy your product? How are you going to get them to stay to buy tickets to an experience or a show with you? You know, that's what the question is. So think of clout chasing as in a way advertising you can advertise all you want but when someone finally clicks through on that ad you better have something of substance and something of value to offer them not just some bs that's all i'm saying but to get back to what mr official mr flat shoals said social media is the biggest pipeline to clout chasing nobody talks directly anymore Everything is public and trending topics. I will say for regular people, regular people don't need to be clout chasing. Regular people need to get back to valuing privacy and valuing the advantage of handling things privately. The thing with social media, it's given everyone an audience. And so now it's like we're all clamoring to try to give a show to people. 
when we never were trying to do that before, right? At least not in a sense of drama. When you were trying to put on a show for other people, it was literally like performing on a stage. (laughs) But now with social media, everybody's trying to put on a show because everybody has a little audience. And you know, what's going to get the most attention from your audience? Usually drama, usually back and forth, subbing. Oh, who were they talking about? You know, I think um, when it comes to regular life, we should value privacy a little more. And um, yeah, for regular people, I don't think cloud chasing is definitely not where it's at. But for people in the industry, I can see why that's like a constant thing in the industry. Everyone is fighting for the most attention, the most sales, the most ticket sales, the most album sales, the most sold out tours, you know, the most trending topic. They're they're looking for, you know, the top charted song. And so clout chasing is a way to stay relevant. It's a way to stay talked about. But the thing that famous people need to be careful of is and this is something that I've noticed anyway. I hope hopefully everybody else has noticed it too. But the music is really sucking. So nobody is buying music anymore because, you know, the culture has changed. Everything's about streaming now. But if the music was good, people would still buy. If the music was good, people would be coming to the shows and the tickets would be selling and the merch would be getting sold. Right. But when your career becomes about your antics, that's when you lose. Your career can't just be about the antics. Your career, you have to, the main product of the music industry is the music. But unfortunately, so many times, the music is overshadowed by the antics that artists do to stay relevant because this seems to be the wave right now, you know? Beefing with somebody online, subbing somebody in a tweet, getting mad at somebody possibly subtweeted you, but nobody ever said any names. They just insinuated some situations and then fan bases can aggravate those things by, you know, ooh, maybe they they talking about so and so on this or even with the Drake line, you know, I think it's very clever because, well, unfortunately, they're kind of cashing in on Megan's situation about, you know, getting shot by Tory, allegedly. They are um, playing with that, so that must be very hurtful. I can only imagine people making jokes about something that could have taken your life. (laughs) And I read something the other day that is so true and so sad. People are clowning Megan for supposedly, like, getting shot by Tory, but we're all mourning the death of Takeoff when he just died from gun violence. Like, it's really crazy. But, um, yeah, it's when your music, (laughs) the goal of clout chasing is to increase sales, but it's not working when you're doing all of these things. And now people are only seeking you out or people not even seeking you out anymore. The, the people or the platforms who are getting the most attention now would be the vlogs and these gossip pages like um, Hollywood Unlocked or The Shade Room or Streets 94.5 even. 
they're the ones who are really winning because nobody is even caring about the music. We just want to know, oh, what crazy things are they? Well, we don't even want to know. These stories just keep getting brought up to us. But it's, you know, who is doing the craziest thing? Oh, this couple is fighting again. Oh, she put her, she put a tooth in. Oh, to prove her love, she took her tooth out. She's drunk in public again. She put her hands on him again. He choked her this time. He slammed her on the ground this time. They're fighting in public. Oh, by the way, they have a TV show coming out. Or man cheated on his wife. He got caught cheating. He got caught cheating on her. Oh, he's doing these grand gestures. He came up on stage and gave her flowers and apologized while she was at her show. By the way, he got a solo project coming out. You know? Beats from a South Star says, Remember when Kevin Samuels passed? That's some sad clout. What what was happening when seven uh, seven camels? What what was happening when Kevin Samuels passed away? What kind of clout chasers were there? I know I saw some really unfortunate unfortunate um comments about him from some women. Oof. Side note, I actually agree with a lot of the stuff that Kevin Samuels said. The only reason it wasn't taken like the only reason he wasn't liked as a messenger is because of the fact that his most viral content was bashing women. Oh, okay, so you're thinking the same thing I'm thinking. Beats from a South Star said they rejoice in his death. That was crazy. Would you call that clout chasing? I don't know if I would call that clout chasing. But it was really sad they were rejoicing in his death. Um... Another side note, (laughs) I think he was doing a good job of bringing realism back to people. And it's unfortunate that he passed so suddenly. Um, Because like I said, I actually agreed with a lot of the stuff he was saying. I didn't always agree with the way he was going about it. But, you know, it was supposed to be it was entertainment purposes. A lot of the times him going back and forth with especially his female callers and these women kept calling in. But. Yeah, it, um, I did. I did actually agree with a lot of the stuff he talked about. I would never rejoice in anybody's death. But um, even with Takeoff's death, right, I can still use or I still use in my own way of clout chasing. I still use his situation to bring attention to gun violence and the sad mentality that a lot of people have as far as not valuing human life and not grieving, not mourning the loss of human life. Like how desensitized, like everybody wants to blame the gun. Everybody wants to blame, everybody wants to blame the gun, but nobody wants to blame the gunner, the gunman, right? Like it's it's crazy. Beats from a South Star says, some top celebrities rejoice, rejoice in Kevin Samuel's death. Really? I didn't know about that. I didn't know about that. Even um, I'll say um, with Kevin Samuels, right, it was a form of clout when he was he he was like acting as a as a therapist or a counselor in a future music video. You could say that future and Kevin Samuels were using each other for clout. Kevin Samuels obviously gets placed on a bigger platform and then future recognizes that Kevin Samuels gets a lot of like outrage and interaction with his content. So, you know. 
it would be a shock factor to put Kevin Samuels in his video. That would be another example that I would use. So yeah, thank you for bringing him up. Rest in peace, Kevin Samuels. Um, if anyone were going to lead, this is another side note. <laughs> if anyone were going to lead kind of like, I don't know, the Manosphere or the Red Pill community, because that's that's what Kevin Samuels was in, or a lot of people in the community look up looked up to Kevin Samuels. I would say the roommates do a great job. The roommates podcast with Hafiz and Chris, the star of the show. They're based out in Dallas, Texas. I think they're based in Dallas, Texas. But yeah, I would say if anybody was going to take Kevin Samuel's spot, the roommates podcast does a great job of having these conversations about male improvement and having a level of self-control to be high value men. And it's a lot of advice, like I'm not a man, but I do tune into the show to kind of like see how men think, but also some of the things they talk about, everybody can apply it to themselves. But anyway, check those people out. The roommates podcast. I really like them, but uh, yeah. So let me know, let me know what y'all think about this conversation. And if you understand what clout is and you understand the meaning or, or what a clout chaser is and why people do it. But also please keep in mind that if you're gonna be a clout chaser, you better have something that you can stand on for people to look at when they come seeking you out over the clout, you know? Cause people will be like, who is this? And then go digging. Make sure that when they go digging, you give them something to find. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Be wise about how you're chasing clout. If you're going to have people coming after you and digging stuff up on you, you better have a lot of stuff that they need to dig through and you better have something that they can find. Hopefully positive things and hopefully not just a history of being a clout chaser. But yeah, let me know what y'all think of this conversation. If you are watching on YouTube, leave a comment down below, like the video, subscribe and hit the notification bell so you'll be notified each and every time I post a new piece of content. Also, ooh, you said Will Smith and his family. They're clout chasers too? Mm, that's interesting. We gotta talk about that on another on another Lex chat. If you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please leave me a five out of five star review. Uh, I mean rating and also leave a review if you're able to. That really helps a lot. And it tells the platform like, hey, this is a good piece of content. And yeah. Tell me what you think about this conversation. Have you been a clout chaser? What do you think about clout chasing? And do you think people do anything for clout? They, they do anything for clout. They do anything for clout. Yeah. But thank you so much for tuning in, y'all. Make sure y'all check out my song, Love Chaser, which was playing in the background at the beginning of this recording. And uh, yeah. If you would like to support me further, become a patron on patreon.com slash LexiATL. I would really appreciate that. But uh, my name is Lexi. Until next time, peace. Thinks if she keeps searching for the loving that she never felt, somehow she can turn the broken pieces to a source of wealth. So she been searching and thinks that she been chasing someone she could be loving. She should have had some patience. Cause now it's raining and this ain't what she wanted. Cause she thought she was chasing a 